Welcome back to another edition of the PegCast. I'm your host, Michael Pagani, joined alongside Flint Firebirds forward, Amadeus Lombardi. Amadeus, welcome to the PegCast. Thank you again for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. How have you been doing recently? You know, how are things going for the team, your individual performance? Like, you know, what's what's been going on with you? I've been doing pretty good. Uh, we got a long break between games now, so it'll let me rest and recover my body. Uh, for the playoffs and as a team we've been doing really well uh it's definitely gotten a lot tighter since uh the deadline um but we're really clicking and i think we're gonna have a good playoff run could you speak upon like just because you're a rookie this year so obviously you haven't really adjusted or maybe you have adjusted to the grind of the schedule because now you do have you know a few days off before your next game which is huge because a lot of players that i've spoken to do mention that this schedule for the ohl is a grind yeah, definitely. Uh, being a rookie is a little bit tough. Um, it's a longer season than what I'm used to, uh, and it's definitely a grind, and it's been hard. But I think I'm, I think I'm really starting to get used to it now. I think it was harder for me earlier than in the year, for sure. Well, especially those three and three at the beginning of the season, like those are definitely hard to get adjusted to right out of the gates. Yeah, we had a lot of those, especially early. And we played a lot of uh, Wednesday, Friday, Saturdays, uh, which was hard. But I, I like playing a lot, so it's, it's been good. Guelph ended a mini three-game streak that you guys were on there. Can you speak to how you guys will make sure that you don't lose momentum going forward? I think we just got to, you know, I didn't think we played bad yesterday. I think, you know, we ran into a really hot goalie. He played really well. Um, and we just, we just got to play like we do every night. We're, we're a really good team. We have a really deep offense, a really good goaltender, and uh, we got good D back there as well. So we just got to play our game and we can play with the top teams in this league. Speaking on your game against Kitchener, you know, a couple or maybe two weeks ago, you know, how important was it to go into the odd fresh off the top prospects game and set the pace early on like you guys did? I think it was super important. Kitchener's, uh, Every team in this league is good. Kitchener is a really hard team to play against. They got a, a good uh, good few players. So I think it was important that we started off hot and uh, and got the win. Because, you know, the fans would have been, you know, so dialed in. Because, like yeah. I mentioned, they're right off the top prospects game. They come in and they play, you know, you guys who have been sitting atop of the Western Conference for however long now, right? So it was very important for you guys to set the tone. Yeah, the odd is a hard rink to play. And it's I remember back in November... Kitchener was the first team we played in Ontario and it was just it was a it was a bit of a shock but I'm used to it now and it's been good. Was it a bit weird knowing that you wouldn't play against Ontario teams until you know November until like those border restrictions would loosen up? Yeah I think that was it was really hard because we didn't know what to expect. Um, we were only playing Erie and Saginaw and that's all we had to go from so when we started playing these, those Ontario teams, it, it kind of came as a shock, at, at least to me, because I knew I, I really didn't know anything about other teams. Uh, but now that we're settled in, I think it's been good. And, and yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it would have been very hard to game plan against because you guys aren't really going off of any film that you've played against them. Yeah, I, I think uh, in the beginning of the year playing Erie and Saginaw for those first six games, like it, um, it definitely it was hard when we had to play against the the top Ontario teams, but I think we got used to it pretty quick. 
what was it like playing with no fans in the stands at these away games? Because it, it was, must have been weird because I don't know what it was like in Flint when Ontario had no fans. Um, but it must have been weird, you know, transitioning from playing with fans to then going on a road trip and playing without fans. Yeah, uh, it's a little weird. I think it's more of like mental because once, once you're playing and the game's going, you don't really feel it, notice it that much. But it's more like before the game or like going into the game where you kind of feel it and, and you do notice a difference uh, without fans. It's just nice having them there. But once the game goes on, it, it doesn't really feel all that different. I guess during warmups, you would kind of notice it yeah. most, right? Yeah, warmups, warmups is where you notice it most. Speaking on your goaltending point that you brought up, Luke Cavalline set the franchise single season wins record with 30. How reassuring is it to have his presence in goal? Yeah, he's, he's huge for us. He's, he's an amazing person and, and an amazing goalie. Um, we're really lucky to have him back there. And he saved us a bunch of games where we've been outshot or we haven't played good. And he's just been back there and then able to get us the win. You guys must have definitely bought him something afterwards, I assume, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's he's our anchor back there. Just getting into your story a bit, a bit here, uh, who was your favorite player growing up? Uh, growing up, I'd always – I'd watch a lot of players. I think when I was younger, Patrick Kane was like a a really big – like a star, and he was still kind of in his, in his prime or still kind of young, and they were – Chicago was winning a lot of cups – when I was growing up, so I really liked and watched Patrick Kane. Another guy that comes to mind is uh, Pavel Datsuk. I just think his his hands and creativity is, is so so cool. And uh, he was another player that I watched a lot. Have you tried to take anything f- away from, you know, Kane and Datsuk's game and try to add it to yours? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so. Just like their playmaking ability. Uh, I think of myself as, as more of a playmaker and they're kind of both playmakers, good hands, stuff like that. So definitely some aspects of their game, yeah. And when I was playing minor hockey, I would always envision myself as a playmaker as well. So I definitely agree with your description there. I like setting up the plays. Uh, you know, I believe I have really good vision on the ice as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Who influenced you to get into hockey? Uh, my, my dad, my family, uh, my whole family's diehard Leafs fans. Uh, I was kind of born into it and no one in my family really played, but they were all huge fans. And I started skating when I was two and it just went, went from there. Have you been to any Leafs games? Yeah, I used to go a bunch. They're a little bit expensive now, so I haven't yeah. been in a while. But I used to go to a bunch of Leafs games when I was younger. Um, and I think my very first game, I was like not even a year old. I, I went to my first Leaf game and that was pretty – I don't remember it, but I'm sure well, it was yeah. cool. You know, being from the GTA, like we both are, uh, I've never been to a Leafs game because of how expensive they are. Yeah. Like my dad's a Sabres fan, so we always just drive down to Buffalo and watch those games because they're so cheap. I think just going to any NHL game is cool. Uh, oh, yeah. Like I've, I've been to a couple Red Wings games this year, and those have been really cool. So, yeah. Well, it must have been fun seeing Lucas Raymond the times that you have uh, watched. Yeah. Yeah. I went to watch a game. They were playing Anaheim, so I got to see uh, – Zegers was playing, which was pretty cool, and Cider, all those young guys, and it's, it's cool to see them. During your U18 year, you had you know, you know had the chance to play with Anson Thornton, who got drafted by Sarnia and then the Coyotes of the NHL. Yeah. Uh, have you had any games against him, and do you know his weak spot? Uh, I don't really think he has a weak spot. I, 
we've had uh, games against each other. We're really close. We're good buddies. He's another great goalie. Um, I don't know if he has a weak spot. Uh, I haven't scored on him this year, so he's a really good goalie. Well, he has that upper hand on you then. Yeah, yeah, he does. I'll give him that. You also played in the OJHL that same year. Could you speak about your six games of experience there? Uh, yeah, it was it was good. I think it was good for me to play those games. Uh, JRC was a good team that year, uh, so I didn't really get a lot of ice time when I did play as a call-up, but they had a really good coach, Vince Bellissimo, uh, and even just practicing with them, I think, helped me a lot. Um, and yeah. It must have helped you develop more into a more mature player, right? Yeah, I, I think that aspect for sure, like face-offs and all that stuff was key. And uh, they had a player, Ryan Teverberg, on the team who was kind of in his draft year and he was having a good season. So he was a guy that I look up to when, or that I looked up to when I was, when I'd get called up. So, yeah. Well, he's a draft pick of the Leafs, I'm pretty yeah. sure, right? Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. he, he was, a, you know, I was following him a bit this year because I'm actually friends with Oliver Peer. He plays on Windsor. And mm-hmm. so Peer is friends with Ryan Tevenberg, Tevenberg. Yeah. Um, that last name is a mumble jumble right there. Uh, yeah. I gotta say, but yeah, I was following him a bit this year in college and he seems like a pretty good, you know, player. Yeah. He's, he's a good player. He's, he's really fast and yeah, he's a very good player. You had 37 points in 33 games in your U18 year, uh, with OHO scouts in the building most nights, how did you make sure the pressure didn't get to you? Uh, I didn't really focus on that too much. I playing midget, I was trying to develop my, I, was, I wasn't big enough to play at the next level, I don't think, or strong enough. Um, and I was there to develop my defensive game, get stronger, play, com- learn to play a complete 200-foot uh, game. So that's what I was focusing on. And uh, I developed really good chemistry with my two line mates uh, that year. And every night it seemed like we were just having good games and I would just build off that. You were drafted in the 13th round by Flint in the 2019 OHL draft. Lots of players drafted in the later rounds have a smaller chance of making a big impact on the team. Did you kind of use that as a chip on your shoulder? Yeah, definitely. I was really, uh, I got drafted pretty late uh, and I used it as motivation to, you know, try and I wanted to make the team my first year. It didn't end up happening, but uh, my goal was to sign during the year, which I did end up doing, uh, which was nice. And I just used it as motivation uh, to make an impact this year. What do you remember from draft day? Uh, not much. I didn't, I would watch here and there. I didn't really know what was going to happen. Uh, my coach told me that some team said they were going to draft me in this round or this, that round and didn't end up happening. Uh, and then I just remember I was in the car driving, I think, to my cousin's house and, and I got the call, which was pretty nice. Like some of the OHL players that I've talked with have said, or even WHL, uh, they've said that they've taken days off school. They've said that, you know, they were drafted in the middle of class. Uh, I think Zach Terry was uh, drafted while like during a lacrosse game, yeah. uh, which was really funny. So it's just, I, I just love asking that question because there's so, there's so many wild scenarios that, you know, people just get drafted from. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think more of the top picks that happens too, just because, they could be anywhere, but yeah, I remember Terry uh, telling me about that lacrosse story. What do you remember from your first OHL game? Not much. Um, I remember we won. 
uh, it was a very fun game. It was home opener uh, against Erie, and it was it was a great game. Uh, it was just so much faster. Everyone was so much stronger, and you had so much less time as the things that I noticed from where I played a couple of years earlier. Uh, so I really had to get adjusted to the speed and and physicality of the game. Do you feel that you have adjusted to that, you know, the style of play in the OHL, even though you haven't completed a full season? I think now I have, yeah. Uh, but it definitely took me some time, especially with, you know, you have so much less time to make a play. And that's what I've really noticed. But I've definitely adjusted to it now, yeah. I also feel as though that when you aren't giving as much ice time as you know rookies are given in the OHL, like you you know you make one mistake and then you might not see the ice for another five ten minutes, which I feel as though it's kind of hard to get adjusted to the OHL. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could I could agree with that. I think that rookies tend to have a shorter leash than the older guys, and that comes uh, you know with just the coaches trust and obviously they're going to trust the older guys and the guys that have been there for years. And, um, and yeah, I think just as a rookie, you got to know that your time will come and, and yeah. Your first OHL goal came against Saginaw. What's the story behind that? Oh, uh, it was a pretty bad goal. It was, it was a really bad goal. Uh, <laughs> it was fourth, fourth game of the year. We were losing and there was like five minutes left. And I think their defenseman came like he like cut into the middle and I was in the slot and I just kind of like whacked it with one hand and it went in somehow. It, yeah. It was pretty bad. Hey, they don't ask how it happened. They just ask how many, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Well, four games in, you know, it's nice that you got that monkey off the shoulder and didn't last, you know, say 20 games. Yeah. I was happy. I remember after like the third game, I was like nervous thinking when I'm going to score, I kept hitting post missing chances and, I finally got it, so it was nice. The 2020 season was canceled for the OHL. How did you make the most of your time during that offseason since it would have been an extended one? Uh, yeah, that was really hard. Um, I, I just did a lot of – I worked out a lot as or as much as I could. Stuff was closed for a lot of it, uh, so finding ice was hard. But I skated with uh, Brad Wheeler a lot throughout that offseason, and he helped, he helped me gain a lot of speed and – and uh you know quickness to my game which which i definitely needed and uh yeah other than that just skating and finding ice as much as i can how much joy does it bring to you knowing that the ohl is so committed to getting a full season in this year yeah it's very nice uh i remember halfway through the year a lot of the guys thought the season was gonna get canceled again uh over the christmas break um even i thought so and it's nice to know that it's not and that we're going to play a full season because I think another missed season would have put a lot of guys uh, mental health at stake and just, you know, it, it sucks not playing. Oh, and for sure. And just the trust factor would have been yeah. definitely something to question because yeah. you, you guys have already been through a lost season. It's like, all right, well, the coronavirus, you know, cases are going up again. Like, please do we, can we just get a full season in? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of talk about that for sure. This season, you have 54 points in 59 games. What has contributed most to your success? Uh, you know, I think I play with some pretty good, good line mates all year. Uh, we've developed a lot of chemistry. Um, I think just, you know, team success, our personal success comes from team success when the team's doing well. I feel like I'm doing well. Um, 
And yeah. So far, what is your most memorable part of your rookie season in the OHL? Probably, I think there was that first weekend when we were playing the Ontario teams, we had a back-to-back against Kitchener and London. And we were all kind of dreading that. And London, I think, was – they hadn't lost a game yet. They were, like, 10-0. and 0, And we were kind of – we weren't doing the best. We didn't start the best. And uh, playing Kitchener, they were they were coming in as a really good team. And we beat them. And then the next day we were playing London. A lot of guys were nervous. And I think just beating them uh, and, like, breaking their win streak was pretty cool. It must have did a lot for the confidence of the team then. Yeah. Yeah, the guys were all happy after that for sure. Given all the quality players that you've played with, how does Brennan Ottman stand out to you? I think just his, his shot is so good. He can, you give it to him pretty much anywhere and he can put it in the net. Uh, and he's also a really good underrated playmaker as well. So playing with him is a lot of fun. We played together a little bit this year and, and it's been really good. It must be fun getting to, you know, know Brennan Ottman on the ice with his skills and how that can contribute to your skill set with you mentioning yeah. that how you're a playmaker as well. Yeah, no, it's definitely good. I think we work, we work pretty well together. He's, he's more of a shooter, I'm more of a passer, so it works well. And yeah, he's a great player. You guys are having a tremendous season as the one seed currently. You know, Windsor, London, Sioux are all trying to catch you. How important are these next set of games to distance yourself uh, from those teams that are trying to catch you? Yeah, every game matters, and any team can beat any team in this league. So we really got to bear down and and try and win these next five of five and uh, and try and get the highest seed possible. Um, so I think it'll be good. Those last two games against Sioux are going to be huge, especially in the point race. Like we could go into those games and we're only two points apart and those two games decide who gets the third or fourth seed. So those are going to be really important. What is, as we're closing off this interview here, do you have any advice for some younger hockey players? Uh, I guess my advice would be just, Never stop playing, never stop working hard, no matter what happens, undrafted, uh, drafted low, just always find ways to make yourself better every day. Um, and, you know, you can make it, make it no matter what. Um, yeah, just always try and work hard and get better every day would be my advice. Well, I'd like to thank again, Amadeus Lombardi for joining me on today's podcast. Thank you again, Amadeus. Thank you.